Though I had come to terms with being alone, my heart longed to be loved. The morning cups of coffee and Bible reading were truly my greatest joy in life. But in the back of my mind, I knew just how sweet the mornings were with a husband by my side. My heart had been conditioned for too long to know what it felt like to always have someone there for me whenever I woke up, whenever I came home, and most painful of all, whenever I pillowed my head to sleep at night. Now, even two years later, my heart still has a longing for the companionship and love. I never dreamed I'd be in the situation I found myself in. Everything changed without my even knowing it on the last day of school for my three daughters. I was sitting in my kitchen one early morning, reading my Bible and taking sips of my coffee with a dash of hazelnut creamer, when I suddenly heard the sound of a truck backing up outside. Curious, I left my Bible and cup of coffee on the kitchen table to go investigate. Opening the front door, I peeked out and spotted a moving truck next door at Mr. Finley's old place. Mr. Finley had been a local resident of Newport from as far back as I could remember in my childhood, but he had died a few summers before I moved back to town with the girls. His once large and vibrant four-story house stood on a beautiful and well-kept acre and a half just off Diamond Lake. It now stood vacant, with overgrowth and a slouching roof on one end. My mother had told me when I asked about the property that the children didn't want to sell it, but they felt it was better left alone. It piqued my interest, to say the least, to see a moving truck over there. Mom! A familiar voice startled me from behind, breaking me out of my thoughts. Yes, dear, I asked, whipping around to see Emily, my 16-year-old, tilting her head as she looked at me from atop the stairs. Have you seen my lip gloss? I shook my head and stole one more glance out the door toward Mr. Finley's. I saw a man this time. He was coming around the back of the moving truck. He looked about my age, and though the distance was great between my front door and him, I could tell he was attractive. Probably married. Closing the door to my thoughts, I turned around and went upstairs to help Emily find her lip gloss. As Emily, along with Tristan, my ten-year-old, and Bailey, my seven-year-old, piled into the SUV that morning, I noticed the brown-haired mystery man coming out of the back of the moving truck with a couple of boxes stacked in his arms. Two more men were there now, but they were still in the truck. Squinting, I could see they were positioning an old baby grand piano onto rollers— a warmth of love from my past rushed over me at the sight of the piano. It reminded me of the piano my grandfather would play when I was a child, when all of our family would gather for the holidays. Those days were some of the best memories I had in my life. The world made sense back when I was a child, but I didn't know it did until I grew too old to appreciate it. Mom! Emily startled me out of my reminiscent state as I stood at the driver's side door staring at the moving truck. Shaking it off, I climbed into the driver's seat and made eye contact with my beloved but bossy daughter in the rearview mirror. Yes, Emily? I can't be late. I have to turn in that extra credit to Mrs. Platt. Her eyes drifted over to Mr. Finley's house and the moving truck I was looking at only moments earlier. Who's moving in next door? 
I'm not sure. My eyes found their way back over to see the piano rolling down the ramp. Who was this new mysterious guy who moved in next door? I wasn't sure, but I planned to find out. As I backed out of my driveway, I pulled my thoughts away from the mysterious new arrival to the neighborhood and focused on the day ahead. Dropping the kids off at school for their last day, I stopped by the grocery store for a few needed items and then headed off to my shift at Dixie's Diner.